to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering the Big D Season 1, Episodes 5 and 6. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, they do like to throw a curveball in, and I said in the last episode, you know, there is a bit of a conveyor belt of people, but we had the um, Dixie Angelique, shall we say, Dave, uh, who has been a bit of a whirlwind since she's been in there. But we then get her husband of 14 years. Ben comes in, ex-husband, and there is more than enough baggage and <laughs> things behind him to say, well, I don't think one, she should be in there. And I don't think Ben has completely got over yet, even though in mm. episode six, he he looked like he had. <laughs> but uh, very strange dynamic. And I think Angelique's personality changed then. Yeah, uh, it it was really interesting, wasn't it? I mean, I, I, her reaction when he walked in, because I thought it was going to be like, oh, shit, I don't believe it. You know, yeah, I think from her, and we'll get on to Dean, I'm sure, in a bit. But, you know, they've gone in seemingly thinking, oh, fuck, you know, it, it's single time, and then the, their exes come in, and it's like, oh, shit, all bets are off. But she seemed, like, really happy. She was going up and giving him a hug and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not my experience, Chris, at all. <laughs> if if I was to walk in in that scenario, I think the shotgun would be out. But um, so so I found it bizarre, and it it seems to me. I mean, you don't want to. Uh, well, we psychoanalyze uh, as much as we want, I guess. But it looks to me like. The divorce has been all on her terms. You know, she's she's been part of that Mormon faith. She's got married off very, very young. And then it's like she she's just discovered her teenage years, hasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> she's like properly off the leash and just wants to go out there and have a lot of fun. Whereas he's still kind of got a lot of feelings. Now, because what's the um what's the girl who's with Brooks? Uh, oh, Casey. Yeah. So, I mean, she's sort of taking a shine to him, but I, I kind of like her. She got some some good one-liners in there. See, have you noticed she she always has a little feel feel up of everyone's breasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know whether that's my dream job or one that I'm getting sent down for five years, Dave. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. things I guess women can get away with that men can't. You know, yeah. quite rightly, but. Um, but yeah, so Ben clearly still likes her, and and the fact that Casey's like putting herself out there with Ben, I I, I just think he, he's he's come in there like a few of them with the objective of of trying to get back with her, but she is is not interested at all. And I found it interesting that you know she's she's got uh, a lot of interest in David, and he's properly like throwing herself at him. And Ben was saying that, oh, I know how she is and how hard and fast she falls for people. So so he's obviously watched this kind of thing before. It's not the first time. And so he feels like he's being protective. But when they were that when they were discussing, you know, she was saying, Oh, I, I shouldn't have to hold back just because of someone else's feelings. I thought, well, I guess it's not that straightforward. 
but have a bit of fucking empathy and respect. So I, I, I think she's like a bit out of order being so over the top tactile with David, like right when Ben's there, when clearly he's, he's not over it yet. No. And I think obviously David's, uh, Jillian's not there. Then she got voted off last episode. David's just like trying to enjoy his best life, Dave, which you he's, know, having, <laughs> he's having the best time. And he really, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm going to kiss you. And basically grope, yeah, just to make my ex. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, no problem. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, you, you, you do your worst. Fucked right <laughs> off. And, like, they, I mean, they they have been at it, haven't they? You could tell. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But even day, like, so they were together for so long. Obviously, she talks about the religion side of it. It's a very, it's a minefield to even navigate something like that. You know, she talks about sort of being oppressed within that religion and and, and things like that. However. It's it, it, that's her story to tell. But when they were together, there is still a love, isn't there? there? Even if it's a friendship on her side, there is still something there with yeah. him. He obviously is someone she she trusts to confide in, whether there's no love there. So I thought it was a very good addition to the house, actually. I think, oh, the villa, Dave, the villa, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I actually quite enjoyed that. And what do you think then, Dave? Just moving on about Amber. what i found the funniest thing here i mean again what was taking me by surprise chris is the amount of these couples where one half of them is headlong on getting back together like amber came in on a mission to get back with dean and it's like you're fucking divorced and i don't know if you can do it a lot quicker in the u.s but it is a horrible process that drags on for a long time, much longer yeah. than you you think it should do. But I don't know. Maybe if you you know you've not been to. I mean, some of them have been together for a while. Some of them have had kids together. So I, I think if you don't have those things, maybe things can be done quicker. But it seems a weird fucking thing to me to go through the whole you know courtship, getting married, div, you know getting to the point where you're just not communicating properly anymore and then divorcing that you would just come back and be like, Oh, I'm going to try and get this person back. What the fuck? It, it makes no sense to me at all. But Amber was definitely, uh, that, that was her mission. And what I did find funny to be honest, cause Dean came in there, like he was fucking Bertie big bollocks and, and he was having his best life. And she came in there. <laughs> it's like he shrunk ten sizes. You know, he's like he was just miserable from that point on. And some of the interaction between them was a bit uncomfortable. It's, it just gets nasty, but I, I can kind of get it. I, it. You know, sometimes relationships just get to that point because it seemed to be that he's made his mind up. He's out of that relationship, but it's frustrating him that. You know, Amber keeps scratching away, but but then he seemed to swing again because there was the other girl, wasn't there? Um, who's who doesn't have another half in there? The, the... Uh, Joe, is it? Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, and uh, like she had a face like thunder at one point because Dean said something like, "You know, he's going to put his energy into Amber." And it's like, what the fuck? I mean, what did you reckon to all of that? It, well, you know what, Dave, I will say, and I think you've hit on a great point, and uh, you know, and I don't, I, I find it really interesting that. You're being very candid on this as well, because if you've been through some, not, you've never been a fucking the big D, but you know, it's it's an interesting life experience and there's plenty of people listening who've been through this. And one thing I would say with the show, there isn't one couple that I don't believe are together. 
You know what I mean? Like, obviously, they have to have been together and to be divorced. You know, like where you mm. fucking, you watch like Love Island or like I watch the shows we watch, the dating shows, and they go, oh, yeah, I went out with him for a couple of times. Like, we, we always watch mm. X on the Beach, me and Sam, and not one of these fuckers has ever really been together. A couple have, and they'll get someone to go, oh, yeah, we went to the school disco once when I was 15, but then the person who comes in, they always come in off the beach, off the sea. They go, oh, my God, it's my ex. And I'm like, but you weren't really together. You just needed to. They basically hooked up, probably. Yeah, they've hooked up or they've given a list to either one, a a talent agency, or they give it to the producers and went, these are my exes, see if you can get any of them on. So they know that at some point that person's going to come on. With this, the validity of it is I do believe, because you are right, Casey and Brooks, it kicked off. Obviously, Amber and Dean, it just went a, a completely different way after that initial like, oh my God, you're in the, the, the villa. I do believe all that. But I do think Dean has, he, why shouldn't he get with Joe? I don't believe Amber really is in there to get him back, Dave. I don't believe mm. that for a minute. I, I think what's interesting is what we've talked about is, well, who is the one who's triggered the application form? Who is the one yeah. who wants to go on? We were talking and guessing at the end of the last episode. And I'd, I'd think he might be Amber. And it's a bit like Dean's mm. got in there first. A bit like when he got voted off uh, the, the other day and it was like, oh, that's my idea. You know, like, and it, oh, was it when <laughs> David stayed, Mims, and, and his wife had, oh, yeah, had, he got yeah. voted? I mean, she was gutted. <laughs> she was like, bastard, he's gone before me. I wanted to be on the show. So I think I'm, I'm always trying to pick that out. But I think with Dean, you're right. He's been so confident, so cocksure of himself. He's not had that baggage of having an ex with him. Now that his ex is there, it's all unraveling because he even had a bust up with Devon as well, didn't he, in the last episode? Like he 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 really kicked off with him saying he was a phony and blah, blah, blah. And I I just don't know. Maybe, maybe Dean is bullshit. Maybe he's been like playing a character because he can, he can be somebody else that he's not in this show because he's not got someone else going. That's not the real Dean. But whereas now, if him and Amber were genuinely together, which they were, she will say, like, why the hell are you acting up? Why are you acting this way? So maybe mm-hmm. that, but I found that interesting that Devon really sort of uh, went at him and they had a bit of a tete-a-tete, didn't he? I found it weird. But I, you know, from both sides with Dean and Devon, the way they were going at each other, I mean, I do feel like Dean started it off because he was having a go at Devon about, you know, well, I'm just talking to you. And then when, you know, your other half comes in, you, you're distracted by her. You know, just just let us blokes have a, a talk is is what he seemed to be saying. But it seemed a bit off to me. <laughs> it's like, well, what the fuck do you expect? Not not everyone is here to fucking pander to you. And and just the, the interaction, the way they were winding each other up, I just found really, really odd. That, that was an interesting little side plot, them two, wasn't it? Yeah, and I don't think that's the end of it. Obviously, well, it might be. <laughs> if we fast forward, like, we don't know who's yeah. going to get voted off. But I do agree. That was an interesting interaction. And and, and obviously, we don't see everything. I mean, we look at the uh, Love is Blind reunion and uh, what's she called? The bloody girl who caused all the mayhem. Um, oh, God. Love like, is oh, Blind? Oh, uh, yeah, I can see her now. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, she And she had to make all them apologies, didn't she, about herself, how she's like, regretful and blah, blah, blah. And and it was like, but we didn't see all that. We could see she was being a mean girl with Micah, Dave. Micah, not Mika, her <laughs> friend. Uh, but but genuinely, we didn't see everything to give that picture. I didn't personally like her. From what I'd seen, I was like, no, I'm out. 
she, she's a red flag for me. But the way mm. it was all framed was like she was an absolute fucking walking nightmare the whole time they were doing the production. Now, I've not felt that with Dean. I felt like he's been quite happy-go-lucky. I do feel like he's playing a character, but so what? I'm sure everyone else is. So I don't know what's happening off camera. Maybe we'll see a bit more of that as, as this plays out, but I'm really mm. into episode seven, hoping that there is a bit more meat to this. And if it does kick off, Dave, I'll have my popcorn ready. Yeah, absolutely. Irina. That's it, name, Irina. It? From, God, yeah. from Love is Blind, the the kind of mean girl. Yeah, I, I must admit, it's it's kind of, it's different, I guess, to what I was expecting, but it, the kind of 50 parts uncomfortable feeling <laughs> and trauma uh, that, that this is bringing up and also just the... Uh, the part of me that is wanting all the drama and the kickoffs it, it is being satisfied. That's the other 50 parts. But um, yeah, no, it, it's definitely going to be interesting in terms of who gets kicked off there. But Chris, what do you think? You've got uh, this weird little triangle because you've got Thakur and Blair who are suddenly yes, best say- fucking buddies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and oh, then you've no. got Didi there. Now, I can't help but feel that is a tactical move from Thakor there because he wants to keep Blair close to him because he knows that if anything is going to happen with Didi and anyone, it's Blair. But as the episodes went on, I, I just felt like Didi couldn't make it any more clear that she's interested in exploring things with Blair. But I don't know if after Ariel went off, whether Blair was, he just seemed to be checked out. Yeah. And, and I agree with that because that's obviously what he gets questioned and we'll talk about like the vote off, but I was pissing myself when he said to fucking Dean to make her feel guilty. And you've got with my best friend. I'm thinking, yeah. hang on, the last episode, you were going to chin him. You were going to fucking punch him square in the nose, you know, because then we were laughing saying, well, how come that him and Blair are chatting like the next scene? What's going on? Because there's something going on with Fakor. I, I I genuinely think, and we always question like, give him alcohol, give him alcohol. But he, mm. to me, is not the person to give the alcohol to. He feels like he's a bit of a ticking time bomb. And he seems to not just have a couple of drinks. He seems to be the other way where he's like too much excessive and everything comes out. He's emotional. He's angry. All the classic signs of a, a night out, Dave. You know, you know, you always get that friend who's just... One minute they're crying, one minute they want to fight everyone or whatever. Yeah. And that's how he seems. He seems like the type of person you would not take out with you. But they are not best mates. I mean, Blair seems to be there, which I do think is a bit weird, unless you're scared of him. But he, you're right. He comes over and he's talking about Dee Dee and Blair. And he comes over <laughs> and, like, consoles him. Come on, mate. I'm like, but it's you he's got the problem with, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. he's jealous. And he did acknowledge that he's severely jealous. He said that, I get very, very jealous, but it's very uncomfortable. And it's like, I know he's been with Casey a little bit, but there's nothing really going on there at all. It's very, very bizarre for me. Yeah. Very bizarre. It, it was sort of, again, half great, half fucking horrendous to watch because, again, you've seen it, haven't you? The, especially when drink is involved. And, and Chris, the nice part of me agrees with you. We should not give Thakur any drink. You know, this no. guy has got serious issues. He looks like he's on the point to kick off. He gets very nasty. You know, he stirs the pot relentlessly when he's had a drink. But the evil side of me, Chris, loves it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> give this guy some more beer. I'm sure 
in the corner, they seem to have like one of these little machines where you can just pour your own beer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all inclusive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. An all inclusive job. So it's like, yeah. And that's when he really kind of comes out because he's been on a couple of dates now, hasn't he? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, the call's so funny. And he's like, you know, he's charming and he's all this and he's all that. But when he gets drunk, that's when you see more of the real person. And actually, Chris, he's a massive see you next Tuesday. So, <laughs> you know, without the alcohol, people could be misunderstanding like who Thekor really is. You know, he might be this charming, handsome bloke, this beefy bloke who, you know, is, is top of everyone's list. No, fortunately, he gets drunk and shows he's a massive twat. He does, and no, no more so than when he said to Joe, "Well, how do you how do you feel more stupid than you normally are, or something like that?" And I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" You know what I mean? He's like, <laughs> and he thought that he was giving her advice, and she's like, yeah. "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? She, she's just like, she was so upset, wasn't she? She was like, "What? What? Make me feel worse than I already am." It was so yeah. bizarre. He's, I, I think genuinely he thought. He was giving her some proper life affirming <laughs> advice that would make her feel better. And all and, and I'm listening to it going, in your head, you thought that you were giving her some proper G up something else, and it sounded fucking terrible. The poor girl was a, an emotional wreck. Yeah, yeah. But again, I, she's the only one, isn't she, who hasn't had a her ex come in. Not yet, so no. I, I'm I'm guessing that must be next uh next episode because all of them, and again, you, you have to think about the application process because you can't surely just rock up. I reckon they they know the singles, if you like, knew it must be a possibility, mustn't it? Because yeah, you'd have yeah. had to agree with your your divorced ex partner that you know to apply for this show. So you know maybe the producers have said, well, you know, we might get you in as a couple, or we might get one of you in, or yada yada. So. Because I, I went back and I was watching the first one, and then the idea that they'd get voted off seemed to be a massive surprise to them. So I don't know what what conversations have they had with the producers. I agree, it, it's probably not. When you see one X coming in, you must be thinking, "Oh yeah, mine could come in definitely." You know, so it's not a, it's not the massive surprise that I guess I was hoping for when you just think of the practicalities of it. But um, I mean, Chris, when, when it comes to the what what I like actually, you mentioned Casey. I think she's tactical as fuck. You know, I think she is really thinking about this game and thinking how she can win <laughs> and have a bit of fun on the way. Um, oh, it was funny when she was on that fucking Riptide thing. The the and she got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the guy's trying to help her, but basically by putting her fucking head right between his legs to, to try oh my to God. <laughs> but um yeah, what what do you think? So so it seems like Dee Dee is gonna get booted off. Um and I'm not sure sure if it's because of the argument and but because Blair has been so wishy washy with her, she was just like, Yeah, I'm done. But who do you think is going to go from the boys' side? Well, you know what, Dave? I did think maybe is it Dean. That's why we were getting this sort of like disagreement with Devon, you know, throwing things in there, giving us as the audience a little bit of like, uh, oh, well, actually, yeah, they've had a bit of a falling out. Is he genuine? But I do think mm. you're right, actually. 
Blair has to go because if DD's gone, who's Blair going to get with? He's shown no interest in anybody else other than DD and his whole mm. experience. I know Ariel's there. He isn't going to get back with her. And if he then does try it with someone else, it just shows that he's being fake as fuck then, doesn't it? You know, because he's mm. already said about him being a cheat and everything. So I think maybe they might change it then to Blair. So he goes, because if they are into each other, that's it. But yeah, it's very interesting that because I, I never even thought about it until you said it. But I did think Dean, but I'm going with Blair. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I do think it has to be Blair. And this last episode it has been really interesting because you could tell Ariel wanted to get back with him, but he was checked out. He was absolutely done. And he was getting annoyed because she kept like, you know, throwing out the signals that she might want to get back together. And he was like, no, that is a closed door. But I, I don't know, just the way he's been just makes me think, Maybe Ariel going, you know, and him being part of the party that voted her off, maybe that just had him reconsider everything. And and he just seemed a bit rocked to me because I, I kind of feel like, look, none of these relationships are, are like for the next marriage, are they? No, <laughs> you know? no. They're all just like, you're on a fucking all-inclusive, have a bit of a holiday romance. I kind of feel like, Blair in his position should have just gone for it with Dee Dee. Like if he had if he had all of that emotional baggage stripped away, I think he'd have gone for it. Even yeah. even though Thakur the fucking brute is like maybe gonna knock your block off. But I don't think that was the only thing. I, I I'd be interested, like depending on where it goes in the next few episodes, and I don't know if there's a, a reunion or anything, but I'd be interested in what, what he says about Ariel when he comes out. Mm, that'd be, yeah, because I suppose Fakor, he's saying Didi and Fakor, maybe he should, because he's not showing interest either, has he? So No, I mean, he, he just wants Didi, doesn't he, Fakor? Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's like, and, and Blair's been Didi. So it's going to be a good, good in, uh, episode. And I'm being honest, like after we finish this, I'm going to go watch it, Dave, because I want to know. But it, <laughs> I, I do think they left it on the right cliffhanger. There was they've not yeah. done a cliffhanger yet, and this is the right way to do it because there is a little bit of interest from us as the audience. I'm genuinely uh, not excited, but I'm genuinely intrigued to see who actually gets voted off out of these yeah. because I don't know where the show goes because we've only got four episodes left, and it's like, well, what happens now? Then there's obviously not a prize. It's just like at the moment, I'm not. There's nobody there. I think is going to get together unless all of a sudden, Dave, we do get the classic. Producers, right? You need to all get together now. So we've got like people who are going to make a go of it. You know, one of them, just some mm. bullshit. Because I'm not invested in anybody at the moment as a couple. Not a couple, no. I mean, I guess Casey and Ben might, you know, explore it a bit more in the next episode. But I mean, Ben is still, you know, all about Angelique, isn't he? So I, I don't think that'll actually go anywhere. I don't know. I mean, David. David and Angelique. I mean, come on, Chris. David's just having a bit of fun, really, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so, in terms of though, holiday romance, and will he make it to the end? I, I think that that is probably the one couple that might, you know, maybe might yeah. actually see it through. Because let's face it. I mean, the toxicity that oozes out of some of these couples. I mean, you're like, okay, if you're going to get back together, but. You guys still have massive fucking issues. <laughs> <laughs> like Devon and and um what what's the face? Oh I, uh I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I, I mean I think I said after the first couple of episodes that they might 
get back together. But Christ, they've got a lot of work to do. Oh, fucking loads, loads. Let's see, Dave. So anything else, Dave, before we ride off into the sunset? No, I think that's it. I think, like I say, still uh, still enjoying it, still fairly harrowing some of it. But um, yeah, glad we've decided to to fit this one into, you know, in between Love Island and Maths, Chris. Well, Dave, Maths, 18th of September. We better be quick then, haven't we? But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big thank you to everyone. Thank you as always. Go to Facebook, Chris and Age Reality TV cast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com if you want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast and as always if you do want to support us get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast so the roll call of honour oh and in fact just before I do the roll call of honour if you're in the UK or if you've got a VPN ITV1 9pm UK time this evening we have your mum my dad starting which was billed as the Love Island for middle-aged people with Davina McCall it's on at nine o'clock for two weeks it runs Dave so we can't do a daily episode and then that's the end of it but that is a new show a new format the kids basically pick their partners and different things and we'll find out more later on today but I will be watching it as a fan David so if you can get that on awesome. I'm interested in that one and um, of course, if you do want to sign up to a VPN, we do our, have our affiliate link, don't we, Chris? Which we I'm do. sure you always put in our show notes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking nose has just hit the screen, but we do have an affiliate. <laughs> Dave, stop it. You you can't even see me on these. There's no camera on in this recording, but even you're going, fuck off, you liar. Anyway. So can you include it in the show notes? I will so include it in the show notes. Sign up. <laughs> I will include it in the, in the show notes today. Today. So your mum, my dad starts tonight, guys. Um, and our, our roll call of honour is... Ken Gustafson, Lucky Luna Green, Lauren, Susan, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Noreen, Chloe, Helen, Keith, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, Emma, Nicola, Macy, Helen, Larissa, Amanda, Kim, Caroline, and Danielle. So thank you so much. That list seems to get bigger every episode, Dave. And I didn't even catch breath then, so I must be getting fitter in my old age. So great <laughs> stuff, mate. And thanks for doing this again. I really enjoyed this little segmented uh, episode of the podcast. I really enjoy it. Yeah, lots of fun. So thank you very much, sir. Thanks to all our listeners out there. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.